From the moment Amir Khan looked at referee Victor Lachlan in the first round and complained, it was clear that he was in a little bit of trouble here. This was the Amir Khan versus Kell Brook fight. Always Khan first, Amir Khan versus Kell Brook. Not just because it's alphabetical, because Amir Khan is, I suppose, the bigger fighter as far as titles go, really. Has more cachet, but he also has... And I've listened to lots of podcasts in, uh, coming up in this fight around. Please don't say he's got a glass jaw. Don't call him chinny. But, you know, he does get knocked down. And he gets knocked down, as Chumba Wumba would say. But he gets up again. And that's why people like to see Kel Brook, uh, to see Amir Khan fights. Kel Brook is another matter entirely. But both fighters are at the end of their careers, really. And fights need stories. Fighters don't make fights anymore. Stories make fights. You can see that. There are so many fighters who should fight each other. There's no story to sell it. This has an enormous story. No no belts on the line. Pride on the line. And this is 10 years in the making and more. No one's running away from each other. It was just that the fight didn't happen. Now it will. It's a pension fight, isn't it? And neither Kelbrook and certainly not Amir Khan should come back after this. Surely not in the boxing ring. Surely not. And Khan didn't look good early on. He was he was sort of hit with a a right um, a jab with a um, a right uppercut behind it early on. Um, Brook was patient and he, he kind of. I thought he just cuffed Khan. It was a jab and a straight right, and Khan stuttered. He was on his bike for the rest of that round, and for the, the next round, actually. Kelbrook was just smiling at him, patient, coming forward. Even though Khan threw more in the second round, Brook just kept his patience, was more composed, and his corner were more composed, just telling him what to do. In the third, that was Khan's round until the end. He was sort of trying to bring Kel Brook on to allow him to make mistakes. He had better movement. He hit a shot over the top, then a hook and a straight left. But Brook just came back towards the end with an uppercut and a right. And he was muscled down at the end. Brook's the bigger man, but he just seemed the more assured man in there. He was calm. He was smooth. He was caught with one by Khan and he just went back to work. And the close-ups of him show laser focus. Khan's corner, far more frenetic between those rounds. And in the fourth, it was clear that Brooke had more power. He wasn't really working with the jab. If he had to work with the jab and put something behind it, probably could have had even more success but he hit those power shots at the 10 second mark towards the end of the round he hit him with a jumping right hook that that really bothered him and it was a good job that the bell went then in the fifth Khan's just walking him down he knows nothing's Brooks walking him down rather than Khan's walking him down Khan was being walked down because he wasn't throwing anything back. 
Brook knew nothing was coming back from him. He did try and hit him with a jab early on. Brook just came back with some harder punches. He didn't need the jab because those heavier punches were getting through. He hit a heavy one, two, those combinations were there for him all through these rounds. And he was smirking. It was, it was really odd and quite frightening to see the way he was thinking, this is going my way. I can't see anything coming back. He, he felt absolutely assured. He got so many shots in. And early on, Victor Lachlan in the sixth stopped it because he hit an uppercut. Khan was on the ropes. He wasn't returning with anything. And it, it was a good stoppage. He could have left it a couple more rounds and Khan would have been hit with so much that it would have been dangerous. And one of the things that podcasts have said and I've been saying myself is, I hope neither of them gets seriously hurt. And it, that doesn't seem to have been the case. But really, was this Kelbrook working really well? Yeah. He had a game plan, he stuck to it, he was calm, he was assured, he was sleek, he picked his punch as well. But you can do that when the other fighter is frightened early on by a punch. And their game plan goes to pieces. And I couldn't see what Khan's game plan was. Apart from thinking, let's see what happens with Brooke. But you can't bring a man on to your punches when he is punching so hard. And if you're thinking that Kel Brook's going to make mistakes, after that first round when he showed such assurance early on, it's not a good move. Khan did seem all at sea in this match. And was it a good fight? It was a passionate fight. It was a good story. People didn't expect Brooke to win, but it was a bit of a of a pick'em. I thought Khan might just do it if he bought his silky skills, and he didn't. He didn't have great movement. He didn't have great head movement when it counted, and he just didn't seem to to have a game plan. You know, as as he said many times, it's attributed to Tyson, but. Everyone has a game plan until they punched in the face. And that seemed to be the way it was after the first round for Khan. Neither of these fighters should come back. Kelbrook has said that chapter is closed. I really hope that everything is closed for both these fighters. So I don't want them to carry on. That would be a mistake, I believe. But for a story, it was delicious. As a fight, it was quite frightening. But stories are what boxing's all about, aren't they? And this might have been story of the year so far. Ta-ta.